on Hey gang, you've got Jake from Ghostly Activities, and on today's podcast, we're going to talk about spirit boxes. And I know you've seen them all on the ghost hunting shows before. I know Zach Bagans uses a PSB7 with this external speaker all the time. You've got Kindred Spirits. They do that experiment with the sound-canceling headphones and blinded ghost bait, which just debuted, used them in the episode at Jason and Nina's house. So, you've seen them. You know ghost hunters use them to get as part of their EVP sessions. So let's talk about how to use these spirit boxes, uh, what they are, uh, where I hit up the how to use them and stuff like that, and probably the big thing is the gotchas. So I'm not gonna um, I'm not gonna like endorse any sort of spirit boxes. I don't at ghostly activities they're not really used the same way. And then when I'm, I'm when I'm working with a ghost, we we don't use them at all. I know if you go out to ghostly activities, you'll see that we did the spooked in Seattle session, and I did use a PSB 11, which is the dual channel one. It goes through AM and FM. But we didn't really use it for uh, to get responses. We used it <laughs> as a white noise generator. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first things first, with the spirit boxes, they've got a couple of names, which can be a, a little confusing. It's just a handheld radio that's been altered to let you move through different frequencies at different rates. So what does that mean? That means if you go out and you look at the picture gallery right below the podcast, you're going to see some things like uh, sweep range, sweep rate, forward, reverse, it might say backwards. And that is just when you press the button to go forward, it knows how many frequencies to skip at a time. And it knows if you want to focus on AM or if you want to focus on FM. Um, When it comes to selecting which kind of broadband broadband bandwidth you want to use I, I tend to use am more than fm um when i watch the shows it seems like they use more fm but with fm you're far more likely to run into a voice fm is more popular than am radio there's more stations on fm so you're going to get the sound hits using FM more, but when I say sound hits, I'm not talking ghostly voice. I am talking regular human voice broadcasting. Okay, so that's, that's, I gotcha. But with these spirit boxes, I mean, that's all it is. It's just a little handheld radio. You go out to Radio Shack. This is where they were invented. Uh, This guy, I forgot his full name, but this is where Frank's box comes from. He came, he augmented the radio. And this is how he went about doing his ITC sessions with the spirit box, just by listening for the sound hits. Now, how does it really work? So when, when you go in to do your ghost hunt and you're running your session, uh, you know, you get out the spirit box, you set it up with your sweep range, backwards, forwards, you set up your channel. And then you just go about asking your EVP questions. It's not, it's not complicated. It's really, you're just running an EVP session, except instead of listening in silence, 
you're using this radio to go through, and and the theory is that ghosts will pick words out of the frequency, and they'll use that to answer your question. The the problem with that is you have so many false positives because you know it's broad it's broadcast radio. You're going to get a DJ. You're going to get a song. You're going to get talk radio, and you have to patch together those syllables and words said. And, you know, so that just tells me you're going to screw it up, right? The mind is going to try to make sense of it. And that's not really what you're looking for. <laughs> for me, over here at Ghostly Activities and stuff, as well as a ghost, if if we have members that use them, uh, you want what's called a disembodied voice. And... In the text, the show notes below this, you'll see a link to Disembodied Voices at Living Life in Full Spectrum. It's a really good blog. You should check it out. And it, it talks about disembodied voices. And really, that what that is is one single voice speaking to you and answering your questions directly as the device moves through different frequencies. It's not assembling sounds from songs or from talk radio or anything like that. It is its own voice over multiple frequencies, okay? So it's not like you hear a man's voice, you hear a woman's voice, you're trying to patch together. No, single person talking to you the entire time as you move through the frequencies on that device. That's really what you want. And it's happened to me one time over... 10 years, and this was about 20, it was 2014 um, that it happened. So it doesn't happen very much, but again, I don't tend to use these devices as often. When I do it, I mean, it's, it's gonna, when I run EVP sessions, it's you know, your traditional one. You know, you've got your digital recorder, you ask questions, you give it 15 seconds. And But that's the other thing you need to take into account. You still, when you ask the questions, you have to give it a good 10 to 15 seconds to respond to you as well. Since it's radio and it's moving faster, usually you don't have to wait that long before you get a response. But if you're just getting static, move on. And so ideally with your setup, because that's the big thing, I can tell you how I use it, um, but like tweak it for your needs. I mean, don't what I say is not gospel by any means. But when you're s setting up your sweep rate, what you want to do is with the frequencies, you need to find that sweet spot, the balance, where you are still moving through the frequencies, but you're staying on that that channel uh, for enough time for you to actually understand what's being said. I know a lot of people like to set it at the bare minimum, like for AM it's 50 to 100, for FM it's about 100, and it's just whipping through and you just hear that But if something's trying to speak to you, you can move right through it, and you just hear a like that and you would never know so you have to give the time to to make sure you can get out a word or a syllable at least so for me when I'm doing my sweep rate I usually set um, AM to 300 and I set FM to about 250 and for me at least that's that gives me enough time that my brain can work to assemble assemble the words that are being spoken so it's going to be different for everyone else. Some people like that rapid fire. I will say, if you are looking for disembodied voices, it doesn't matter what the sweep range is. 
and if you're going forward or backward. Okay, it's going to speak to you. When I got the disembodied voice, I was using the sweep forward. I know people that it tends to work better when they go in reverse, but with your evidence collection, if you're going in reverse, um, no, you know what? It's not going to matter so much. Forward or back, it should work the same. And let's see. As I'm going through, yeah, again, it's just like a regular EVP session. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Let's talk about external speakers. Um, depending on which device you get, some of them, some of the devices will let you attach a an external speaker. So Zach Bagans uses this quite a bit. You see him with the SP7 or SB7, and he's got the little silver, um, it looks like a Bluetooth speaker for it, which really amplifies the sound. If you don't know about the SB7s, they're really quiet. Even when you've got it cranked up, it's not so loud. So you, you need the external speaker. And believe me, that thing is annoying AF. But you can hear things pretty well through it. Um, so the SB7, I would recommend the external speaker. If you're going to use an SB11, you can't, you can't do the output the same way. But I will say with the SB11, it's pretty loud. On its own, this is the one that does two channels going back and forth. This is... I, I'm usually when I do ITC sessions and I'm using a spirit box, I use the SB11. Um, but if I'm in a run and gun type of environment where it's just you know I'm exploring and stuff, I can see where the SB7 would come in handy. There's another smaller sized radio as well. Uh, it's the S box Ghost box. I've had this one before. This one will actually let you record your session and and the frequencies um, that you're getting. It won't pick up you asking the questions, but it will record the outputs from the spirit box. So if that's something you want to try, I would say the, the S-Box is a good one to get. I've got links on the webpage for it. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's handheld with the external speaker, at least that you'll see in the gallery that's attached to the SB7. You can hold it in one hand. Like I said, Zach Bagans uses this one a lot. I would say... This is probably the ideal setup for most people. And then, yes, the accuracy. We have to talk about accuracy with spirit boxes. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm hemming and hawing. It's not that great. Uh, you get a lot of audio matrixing. So you've heard about matrixing with pictures where your brain tries to make a pattern out of the stuff in the background, like... This is where ghostly mist people talk about, oh, there's a face in the mist. Or there's like, oh, it's standing behind you and it's like a rock formation. It's just colored rocks, but you think there's a person staring at you and stuff. You can very easily have that happen with spirit boxes. This is why I say use it to collect disembodied voices and not the sounds coming from the radio. Um, let's see. I'm just going through my list here. I'm going to have some examples of, of especially the matrixing that we heard. And the other thing about the matrixing that you get from the spirit boxes is in the moment, you'll probably matrix. If you're recording it like I did at, at Buckley Cemetery, uh, when I listen to that back, I, I don't hear the word, which was family in this case. I didn't hear that on the playback, but in the moment, I did. Donald. L. Barry, are you there? Yes, 
It said family. Donald, do you have something to say? Okay, so there's lots of gotchas with spirit boxes. And um, I think one of the other things that's really good, but you don't need a spirit box for it, is you can use them just for an engagement session as if it's white noise. So with that one, especially if you're using AM, when you turn on the spirit box, you set on AM, probably the first channel you're going to get is just static. And you can use them as a static generator. So the theory is something to do with white noise. It helps ghosts manifest, and it, you might get physical interactions. You know, it might move stuff. Um, or it could manifest. So like I, when we were at Spooked in Seattle, and I was using the SB-11, it, it was just static. And we got the shadow figure that blocked the light. Do you need to drop like 70, 80, 90 or more dollars? No. You can just go to Amazon or Walmart or Target or, or whatever store you like and buy a white noise generator. You know, they've got the little, the little boxes with rain, waterfalls. Uh, it's got white noise, thunderstorms that help you go to sleep. You can use those. It has a white noise generator built into it. So you wouldn't, if, if you want to go that route and just do the engagement session, and I've got that in on the webpage with this podcast on it. If you go down there, I've got links for you to check out how to use them in those cases. I would say that might be a bit more ideal. Okay, so that is this episode, guys. Um, thank you again for listening in. Thank you for visiting Ghostly Activities, and take care. Mm-hmm. Here. Of course.